Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 2, and it's about Jesus being presented in the temple or church when he was a little baby. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took baby Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. That means he loved God a lot. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Who do you think that was? That's right, it was Jesus. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took Jesus in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, Jesus' mama, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. That's a long time. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to Jesus' little family at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their hometown of Nazareth. And the child grew, became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. Thank you, Lori, for reading our scripture today. And as we always say after the scripture reading, this is the word of God for the people of God. And our response is, thanks be to God. I thought it would be nice for us to have a little fireside chat instead of me standing behind a pulpit and and preaching to you this morning. Although I do want to share what I believe 
this gospel is, is saying to us today in 2020 that is good news for us. I mean, this year has really gotten us into the spirit and the tenor of this passage. I mean, we have been waiting, haven't we? I mean, do you remember way back at the beginning of this thing when we were just going into the very first lockdown and we were kind of all convinced that it was just going to be a couple of weeks and and then we'd be good to go. I remember I hadn't, because of the snow, I hadn't been able to get the lights off the house yet. And so I went back out and plugged them in Just and we just decided it would be like Christmas in March or April, whenever that was. And we'll just be in two weeks and then, you know, this virus will blow over. And here we are, six, seven, eight months later, and we're still waiting. But we have this glimmer of hope on the horizon, that there's a vaccine. And we're proud that we're in the very city, the very town where one of those vaccines is coming from. And our hope is that things will return to normal. Do you rem- have you been watching some of the nurses and doctors are reading about when they are getting this vaccine? They're realizing the weight that they have been carrying around, the hope that they had. And as they are getting that shot in the arm, for some of them, it's bringing up tears of joy as they realize, oh, there might be an end in sight. Well, that gets us into the tenor. It gets us into exactly what this is talking about, what this must have been like for Simeon and for Anna, that they have been waiting all their life. I know 2020 has felt like a lifetime, but for them, it was a literal lifetime. And the gospel tells us that they were waiting for the consolation of Israel. They were waiting for Israel to be comforted. They were waiting. Here is Israel that for many, many, many decades had been under foreign oppression. And they were waiting for the time when the promised one would come. They were waiting for the one who would be the Savior for Israel. They were waiting for the one that Isaiah said would be a prince of peace, a mighty God whose government would be without end. And now... They were beginning to see that this was going to take place. That that long-awaited promise was here. And I believe that as we look at this passage today, we'll see a few things that are important for us as well as we are beginning to hear the good news that things might return. That we might once again be able to greet each other with more than a wave to shake a hand and to to hug those that we love. That we might be able to get back together, close together with no masks, and to be able to worship and sing and praise the Lord. There are three things that I see out of this passage, and they all begin with W. So our sermon today is sponsored by the letter W. But what I see, first of all, when they finally know that Jesus has arrived, the long-awaited promised Savior and Messiah has come. The first thing they do is they go and he says he takes the child out of their arms and he begins to worship. It says that he takes the arm and he begins to praise 
God saying, Master, now you're dismissing your servant in peace, in shalom, in wholeness, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples. And he connects it to the greater promise that this isn't just a savior for Israel, but that it was a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, to the non-Jewish world as well, and for glory to your people Israel. He worships the Lord. Anna does the same thing. It says, when she found out about Jesus, and began, she began to praise God and to speak about the child. She also began to worship. That there's something about when the promise has been fulfilled, when the hope is there that we might be consoled by God, that things might go back to the way that they should, that we might enter into a new, good future. One of the best things that we can do as Christians is to worship. Now, I don't know about you, but on that first Sunday where we can gather together in close quarters, where I can see your faces singing instead of just from here up and wondering what are they thinking? How is this impacting them? I'm telling you, I want to worship. I hope that you will come in on that day, whenever it is in the near future. And I pray that you will remember this time and what this has been like to be kept out of being together in close quarters. We had a, a just a taste of it this summer when we were meeting outside. But I pray and I hope you know that when that moment happens, the most appropriate expression of joy is to worship our God and to sing praises to the Lord Jesus. I can't wait for that day. I think it's going to be amazing. But before we jump too far into the future, I want to remind us that on this first Sunday of Christmas, we remember that the vaccine, not just for a virus, but a vaccine for hatred, a vaccine for greed, a vaccine for jealousy, a vaccine for sin and all the ways that we miss the mark has come to us in Jesus. And so right now, today, in the midst of a pandemic, it is appropriate for you and for me right here in our homes to worship God. To praise Him. To think about the ways that we have seen His salvation, which He has prepared in the presence of all peoples. I want you to take just a couple of, of moments here. I'm going to pause in my talking. I want you to take a couple of moments and just with those who are around you, we're just going to take a, like literally just a few seconds. I want you to say one thing that you can worship God for today. For me, it's my family and the technology that allows us to stay connected during this crazy time. What is it for you? Take a moment right now and just share that really quick around 
around your living room. I hope you'll remember those things. Those are incredible gifts that God has given to us. The next thing that we see is a little bit difficult for us to hear. You see, Simeon goes up to Mary and begins to talk about the child. This gift that has come, that has been prepared by God, is now given, will be a light to the outsiders, to the non-Jewish world, and glory for the people of Israel. But he says, there are going to be things, and here's your next W word, there are going to be things to wrestle through. That Just because the joy of the gift being received has come, doesn't mean there won't be things to wrestle through. Some difficult things that will come. He says, this child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. And then he gets personal with Mary and says, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. We know if you continue to read the Gospel of Luke, we find that this word from this prophet Simeon uh, comes very true. And the hearts of many and the, the greed and the lust for power and all of those are, are shown to be what they are, even in the religious community. You see, just because the long-awaited gift has come doesn't mean there aren't difficulties that have to be wrestled through. So I want to say to us, as we close out this last Sunday of 2020 and as we look into 2021 the gift is coming the vaccine is on the horizon but that doesn't mean that you and i aren't going to have some difficult times that lay ahead that doesn't mean that we are not going to have to wrestle through some things as a community together some of us we may have to wrestle with do we want to come back inside the building for some of you, you really enjoy not having to wrestle four kids into nice clothes and wrestle them into a car and drive here from wherever you are. It's just so much easier to wake up in five minutes, turn on YouTube or Facebook and plop down with a cup of coffee in your pajamas. And there's nothing wrong with that. But every person who has come back, even for our brief time in our outdoor social distance masked up services, has said there was something different about just being together. We may have to wrestle with how do we do that. For some of us, it will be the wrestling with the technology. And while we love being able to do something like this nowadays... When you come back in, you'll see in the sanctuary things are different. There are some lights, there's, there's keyboards, and, and there's cameras in the back. And we'll have to do things differently because you'll now all be on camera, or at least the backs of your heads will, on occasion. And what's that going to mean? And how's that going to change up some things in the service? And it will be wrestling with it because it's new. We'll have to wrestle with the technology. For some of us, it'll be wrestling with what about the fact that we now have an online campus and there will be some people. In fact, 
at some point in the future, I'm fairly certain there will be more people watching cross-community church worship services online than there will be in the building. And what will that mean? We're going to have to wrestle through what it looks like to have an online campus. I know it was one of our 10-4 goals to start a new campus. We didn't know that it was going to be an online campus. We're going to have to wrestle through those things. For some of us, we're going to have to wrestle through all the turmoil and all the things that have happened in this year, and we're going to need a place to wrestle through and process that with one another. I hope that you will not just come back and worship once we have that ability to do so, once that vaccine has taken hold and we're able to gather. I hope it won't just be worship, but that you will stick through and together as a church family, we will wrestle together through all the things, all the feelings, all the emotions. We'll wrestle through them together. Like Simeon says, we have to do. And one of the places, church family, one of the places where we have to wrestle, and I want to put this seed in your mind now, because 2021 is going to be our year, 2021 into 2022. And it's the last thing that Anna does here. Right down there at the end, she not only praises God, but she begins to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. See, the last thing that this passage, this gospel teaches us is not just that we are called to worship when we receive the joy of the promise fulfilled. It's not just that we're going to have to wrestle through some difficult things, even in the times of worship, but also you and I are called to be a witness to Jesus. We're called to witness. And that's not just about knowing Bible knowledge so that we can argue somebody from Scripture into salvation. Brothers and sisters, that's one way of witnessing. But I believe the best way to witness is for us to begin to express the joy that we have within us because we know that Jesus is here. That Emmanuel, God with us, is true. That we can experience the joy of our salvation. That we can live in the shalom, wholeness, peace that He can give. That we can know the hope that we have because He is with us. And as we heard last week, we can experience and know His loyal love for all the world because Jesus has come. And when we express those emotions that we have in us, when we can show that joy and that hope and that peace and that love to those around us, that sometimes speaks more at a deeper level than any argument that even the Bible can present. My brothers and my sisters, one of the parts of our ten goals that we've been trying to accomplish 
is that we want to see people come to know Jesus. And we've set some pretty definite goals. And a lot of those have been interrupted during this pandemic. But now is the time. We are not called just to be a worshiping community. We are not called just to be a community that wrestles through the difficulties as a family. But we are called to be a community of witnesses to the hope that we have within us. To witness and to show forth the joy and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And so when we come back, after all of this has been displaced over this last year, I want us to know, I want you to know as your pastor, we are going to work on being witnesses of the gospel. Witnesses of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want to teach you. Your pastoral staff cannot do it all. Oh, we're doing it. I'm living in my community. I want to be a witness to my neighbors. I want them to come to know Jesus. I want them to come to know all of you as my wonderful church family. But we can't do this alone. It is takes you as well. Your neighbors need to see that in your life. They need to see Jesus in your neighborhood and it will come through you. So brothers and sisters, are you ready? The promise of a vaccine is on the horizon. The promise of salvation is here today. And it's going to cause us to worship now And when we can gather unmasked, close together, we'll worship because God has enabled a vaccine to come. We're going to wrestle through the difficult things. And we're going to commit to be a community of witnesses for the joy, the hope, the peace, and the love that is found in Jesus Christ. I hope that you will plan to join us. If this is your first Sunday to join us online, I want you to know that's what we're committed to. And we want you to be a part of it. We believe the song we sing every Sunday. You belong here. There's no longer a need to hide because of Jesus. Would you bow your heads, close your eyes, and let's pray as we close this morning. Lord Jesus, hope of the world. We worship you this morning. We praise your name for the way that you have not just vaccinated us against sin. You have healed us and continue to heal us to the full extent. Far as the curse is found, says the Christmas carol. And so we worship you this morning. God, you know how hard this year has been on us. And you know that even when we can gather again, there will still be things to be wrestled through. So we pray your spirit would come and help us to do that with compassion for one another. We pray, most importantly, though, that you would make us a community of witnesses, not just of scriptural knowledge that you enable us to have, but the joy of our salvation, to express the hope that we have in you, 
to express the love and the loyal faithfulness, the covenant that we have experienced you in our very lives, the peace and the wholeness that we have. We pray that this Christmas would be a season of beginnings that will take our church into the next level, the next depth of your love and your hope and your peace and your joy. For we pray and we ask all of these things in the name of the light of the world, the name of Jesus. Amen. Would you receive this blessing? And now, may you worship God during this Christmas season. May you worship God for the joy of your salvation that comes in Jesus Christ. May you trust His Spirit to lead us and you through a time of wrestling. And most importantly, may you begin to pray even now, Lord, make us witnesses in our world of your love, your joy, your peace, and our hope in you. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas. And may God keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Go in his peace. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. And we'll see you next Sunday. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.